Welcome. This is Pastor Danny with Word of Faith Family Church in beautiful Lander, Wyoming. Thank you for taking the time to join us today. I pray you will be energized and strengthened as you listen to God's Word. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17. Paul here talking to the church at Corinth. He says, therefore... Um, and then we talked about when you see the word therefore, look to see what it's there for, right? It's a conjunction, and it's talking, and so we can back up, and um, uh, we, we can back up to, say, verse uh, 13 here, and it says if we, in Second Corinthians chapter 5, uh, if we are beside ourselves, it is for God. If we are in our right mind, it is for you. For the love of Christ constrains us, because we thus judge that if one died for all, then all have died. And we know that he died for us, right? And so we, by association, when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we associate with him. We say, Jesus, come into my heart. Make me a new creature in you, praise God. Oh, then, then, then this scripture pertains. So from now on... We do not regard anyone according to the flesh. Yes, though we have known Christ according to the flesh. You know, he walked amongst us in flesh, right? According to the flesh, yet we do not regard him as such from now on. In other words, we see that the importance was, look, here's Jesus, um, the king walking amongst the earth in bodily form. But then he says, well, I'm going to leave you. Now, a lot of imagine that happening today if Jesus was walking here on the earth and he said, Okay, guys, I'm out of here. I'm leaving. And we went, Oh no, you're our hope. But he says, No, my body being here is not your hope. It's what I did in my body while I was here. Now the important thing is what's been done in the spirit realm, right? In other words, we've uh, uh, um, uh, the, 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 the uh, power of sin was broken over our life because of his shed blood, because of the blood that Jesus shed for us, praise God. So then he goes into this scripture, Romans, or in 1 Corinthians 5, 17, therefore, so he said that, and then he says, therefore, because of this, because we know that it's uh, because of his love for us and what he did in the flesh, we don't look now longer to the flesh. We look to something brand new that's happened because of this, right? And then he tells, therefore, if any man, and we know that's not gender uh, a reference, it's mankind. If any man be is in Christ, he is a new creature. Well, what's it mean to be in Christ? It means being to be born again in him, praise God, in him, in us, right? So if any man is in Christ, he is a new creature or a new creation. One translation says a new species of being that never before existed. Old things have passed away. Look, all things have become new or brand new, praise God. So uh, something marvelous happened uh, when Jesus uh, paid the price for us and made that available to mankind. All things being made brand new. The old being passed away and the new has come. Well, 
what is this new? Well, there's just a new way of conducting things and doing business. A little bit chilly here, brother. You might want to take care of that. Uh, a little, little, uh, a lot of things have changed because now all of a sudden, and we talked about this last week. We won't get into all everything we got into last week because we're going to go in a, a little different direction here, or, or adding to this, is that the some the new thing that happened was he's going to now. Remember, they lived under the law, all right. They, 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 they everything was by the law. That's why they called. The religious leaders called Jesus on it so much. But the law says, the law says, the law says. Now he says, I'm going to, this, one of these new things that's going to take place is, I'm going to write my laws upon your heart. Now, now by writing those laws upon our heart, what is it? Well, we're not, we're not uh, doing the same thing that we used to do. Uh, we're not, when we go to do them, that we know that, there's a guide on the inside that says, no, don't do that. No, that's not the way to do it. He leads from the inside, right? Well, let's go over to Romans, the 10th chapter. I mean, uh, Romans, the 8th chapter, I'm sorry. Romans, the 8th chapter. And uh, look at verse 1. Romans 8, 1, therefore... There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Where are we made brand new? In Christ Jesus, right? So he says, in that place there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. But then he doesn't stop there. The latter part of this verse says this. For uh, who walk not according to the flesh... And what, what did he just tell there? He says, now we don't look at the flesh. We're not looking at the flesh. But according to the Spirit, capital S or little s? So capital S, so he's talking about the Holy Spirit, isn't he? Okay? So he says, there's therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who walk not according to the flesh or the fleshly desires or the fleshly nature but according to the Spirit, capital S, the Holy Spirit, for the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. Hallelujah. Thank God that we've been set free. So this is something brand new. The old has passed away, the new has come. He's going to write his laws upon our heart. He's going to lead us on from the inside, right? So now let's go down to... I don't have the Bible, my Bible I usually use, which I have it marked up real well, so give me just a minute, and I'll find it here. Uh, down in verse 14. For as many, in the same chapter, Romans 8, for as many as are led by the, capital S, right, the Holy Spirit, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So we see that the leadership now is going to take place by, through the, the work of the Holy Spirit. Well, how's the Holy Spirit lead us? Well, we know that we are spirit beings, right? I said that before. So uh, uh, be careful how you answer if you haven't heard this for a while. How many of you can see me up here today? Man, you guys are sharp. Well, I got a few missing it here. No, what you see is my 
body, right? The real me is on the inside. The real you is on the inside. So you don't see the real me. You see my, my outer garment, right? You see my suit, my earth suit that I'm here. The real me is on the inside looking out the windows of my soul, okay? But the real me, the real you is on the inside. We're spirit. Everybody say, I'm spirit. I, I have a soul and I live in a body. This body, guess what? It's going to return back to the dust of the earth someday. It's not going to glory. This is not your earth, your glory suit. This is your earth suit. That's why we're going to leave it here. And the Bible talks about, and Paul talked about the church of Corinth, we're going to pick up a glorified body. Hallelujah. One that can withstand the glory of the Lord, praise God, his presence. You don't want this body in heaven. It, won't, it, it wouldn't stand up a second in the presence, in the glory of God. So, we are spirit. I'm spirit. You're spirit. So the Holy Spirit speaks to our spirit, right? So that's the communication. I, I, I've used this reference before. How many of you as a child, I know we did it in school. It was like a little project that we did. You took two cups and you put a string between it. You remember going that, and you went back, and you talked into it, and the other person held it to their ear? I, 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 I can kind of relate that, or in today's time, you might say, like, you got, okay, uh, uh, um, you got like a, a Cat 6 cable running to your spirit from the Holy Spirit. He's got that, that string running from the Holy Spirit into your spirit. So how does he do? The Holy Spirit speaks to our spirit on the inside. That's why you hear in here, not up here, right? So he speaks on the inside. So on the inside, that's why I've told you that a lot of times if I ask the Lord about something or, or I hear the Lord speaking to me about something, I'll lay my hand right there. Just, and it changes my focus totally from up here to in here. This is where we need to listen on the inside. A lot of people refer to it as, well, I've just got that gut feeling or whatever. You know, how many times have we heard that? It's not a gut feeling, it's a hymn. It's the Holy Spirit on the inside speaking to us. And so, the Holy Spirit, he said, so as many as are led by the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, so we get our leadership from the Holy Spirit into our spirit. Right? And as the Holy Spirit speaks into our spirit, then what happens? Then we hear clearly. Praise God. Brother, you didn't turn the heat on, did you? It's getting warm now. Just, just, just turn the, you, now you might turn the air on just for a little bit and then just let the fan run. <laughs> Be neither hot nor cold. Because <laughs> I can tell, I can see some of you uh, when you're putting on layers and when you're taking it off. I can tell what's going on. <laughs> kind of got a bird's eye view here a little bit. So, and it's not just—it's not about me how I feel. I don't care about how I feel. I'm just watching you there. But anyway, because if you're not comfortable, you're not gonna—you're uh, not gonna be receiving good anyway. Because you got your mind on other things, right? Yeah, I know that's somebody else. But anyway, so so the Holy Spirit speaks to our spirit, right? He speaks to our spirit. He communicates with our spirit. The leadership, this, in other words, 
if you were to say it like this in, uh, in verse 14, for as they're being led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. I like to say it like this, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, that's the protocol being a child of God. That's the way God leads, that's the way he guides. He speaks to our spirit, right? He doesn't guide us through, well, if this works this way and that works this way and the planets come into alignment, I know it's God. No. Because all those things can get all messed up because we live in a world and age that Satan is the God of. He can manipulate that. And then you get the wrong signal, so to speak. So what's, what's the Holy Spirit do? What's God do? Through the Holy Spirit, speaks directly to our spirit. Bypasses earthly things, bypasses demonic things, bypasses it all. He goes directly to our spirit. Isn't that awesome? See, now being a new creature in Christ, Jesus, this is a new way of leadership. Now it's not the laws that's guiding my life. It's the Holy Spirit on the inside that's guiding my life. Hallelujah. Amen. So be very careful if you say, well, Lord, you know, if this happens or that happens, I know it's you. That's bringing God down to an earthly level. He's much higher than that. There's no faith in that. Faith is, Lord, I believe that you're speaking this to my spirit and I'm going to act on it. I believe that you love me enough that you're real personal about this and you're speaking right on the inside. Hallelujah. That's who he is. Pretty awesome, isn't it? He's an awesome God. He's our God. He's our daddy, praise God. He loves us. Amen. And so, this being a new creature in Christ Jesus, this is one of the things that become brand new. The old's passed away, there was a new way of doing it. My, somebody might ask you about doing something, and you say, no, I, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm not supposed to do that. And they look at you cross-eyed. Well, how, how do you figure that? Because they're looking for you to put two and two together and say, well, you know, reasoning. Well, if I do this, then this could happen, and so based off of that, I'm not going to do it. But no, you are listening to the Holy Spirit on the inside knowing not to do something or to do something. See, the people, the, the, the world don't get that. They don't see that, but that's okay. When they, when they get born again and, and, and learn who Christ is, they can learn to walk that way too, and you can tell them that. And it's pretty awesome that if you do that, you won't miss it. Hallelujah. You won't mess up. You won't miss the mark. Because you're hearing straight, you hear the saying, well, I heard it straight from the horse's mouth. Well, God's not a horse, but I'm telling you, he likes to speak directly to you and I. Hallelujah. And so we need to understand that a part of being this new creature in Christ Jesus that we read about back here in 2 Corinthians 5.17, that uh, uh, being a new creature, the ML that goes with that, is the way he leads us, by the Spirit. So the emphasis is not on the flesh no longer. Now it's on the Spirit. We're spirit beings, and he talks to us spirit to spirit. 
It's not weird. It's not, ooh, it's not Casper the ghost stuff. <laughs> this is real. This is who we are. It's more real, folks, than the flesh. This flesh is going to pass away. The spirit realm does not pass away. Hallelujah. Amen. So when we leave planet Earth, what are we going to do? Well, just change, change clothes. Hallelujah. Take off this outside, this old, old uh, uh, mortal, and put on the immortal flesh, uh, 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 spirit that clothes us. See, that's what, that's what Adam uh, and Eve were clothed with in the garden. Hallelujah. There's, there was clothes with glory. The glory of the Lord covered, uh, uh, was, was their covering of their spirit. But then when they sinned, what happened? The flesh was revealed. So, see, we, and, and if you wonder what your new suit's going to look like, just look in the mirror, only a lot more purtier. Amen. You'll have your same form, but because your, your, your suit that you're wearing is form-fitting, it fits over your spirit. If you want to know what your spirit looks like, it looks like your body only without the effects of sin. That's why, exactly. That's why, you know, the Bible says we'll be known as we're known. You get the glory of her. A lot of people, well, what I know so and so. Oh, absolutely. Why wouldn't you? Only they're going to say, man, you're looking good. <laughs> Hallelujah. Imagine looking like we looked with just uh, fit and fine as a feather. Praise God. I mean, just, and then radiating with the glory of God. You ever seen somebody right after they've been born again? Looked like they swallowed a light bulb. Whoa, you're just shining. Imagine that amplified about a million times with the glory of God. Glory. Hallelujah. Makes you, and, 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 you know, you get to thinking on, on, on glory a little bit. You've got to stop yourself because it's like, okay, I've got a job to do here. Let me finish the job here, and that, that's waiting on me. Hallelujah. Life's but a vapor. We've got a short time to do what God wants us to do here and now, praise God. But he's telling us we're a new creature in Christ. You, you and I have been equipped to do the job right now here on the earth to show the love of God to the world around us. Hallelujah, praise God, praise God. Don't ever say, I can't do it. Unless you want to just fast up, okay, I can't, but I know the greater one in me can't, praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. So I want to I want to touch on a couple more things here in uh, in, in in Romans, uh, the the uh, eighth chapter here. So I'm going to back up. We read verse one, and then we skip down to verse fourteen. But in between, here's some good stuff because we're talking about the new man, the new way of doing business, the new way the mankind. Because imagine, like I said, okay, now here's that if you lived under the old and were trying to serve God under the, old, the law, didn't have the Spirit of God on the inside to lead, to guide, to help us and everything else, we're doing everything by the works of the flesh. It's hard. 
But now this brand new is I'm putting my spirit on the inside of you that's going to be your helper. It's going to guide you, praise God, in life. It's going to empower you, praise God. You're not alone. What you do, I'm going to go with you, praise God. So in verse 2, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me from the law of sin and death. The law before was, was death. I mean, regardless, you know, uh, here was the law, the, the Ten Commandments and the law of Moses that was given. And, and, you know, everybody tried their best to do it. But ultimately, some time along the way, there were sacrifices that had to be made because mankind missed it. Right? That's what man does, missed it. There's no power in the flesh other than just its power to do its best from the teaching that it knows, the soul of man that it knows. Well, but when, you're, when Jesus lives on the inside, you're, you have the Holy Spirit on the inside, we have the Word of God, we take it in, it gives us life, and it not only revamps our way of thinking, our mind, because we know that we're told to renew our mind, right? To be, our mind is to be transformed or changed. And then our, spirit, then our, then, then our uh, uh, soul, which is made up of our mind, our will, and our emotions, is being affected by the Word of God and the Holy Spirit that it's giving. So, man, we've got it made in today's time. Hallelujah. We talked about this last week. We don't have to sin. Religious teaching will teach you, oh, you're just an old sinner. No, I was an old sinner, but I've been covered by the blood, cleansed by the blood. Now, I can step back into sin anytime I want to, but I don't have to because this power of sin has been broken. Hallelujah. And I talked about how that can we go five seconds without sinning. Well, absolutely. Well, if we go five seconds without sinning, surely we can go 30 seconds, right? Oh, yeah. Well, if we go 30 seconds, can't we go five minutes without sinning? Well, sure. And, and so on. We can go a day. We can go a week. We can go a month without sinning. And a lot of people struggle. So, oh, I don't know. You get What's all? The only difference is time. What are we doing in that time? Are we keeping ourselves built up in the Word of God, knowing that we are not a slave to sin, praise God? but that we've been set free, we've been declared righteous by the blood of Jesus. And so when we know that, then the Holy Spirit helps us if we go to do something that is sin, which is simply means to miss the mark. It's an archery term. It means miss the mark. So if we go to do something and, it's, and it, is not, it is missing the mark, the Holy Spirit on the inside lets us know, no, you shouldn't do that. And it's not so much, most of the time, a voice, we talked about this, a voice as it is the knowing. I know I'm not supposed to do that. Or I know I'm supposed to do this. You know, Dad Hagen, Brother Hagen always talked about, he says, you know, it's that when it's right, it's that velvety feeling on the inside. Ah, you know, it's good. That's right. That's the leadership of the Holy Spirit leading this way or direction when you go to do something. But now, on the other hand, if you go to do something and it feels like taking a bath with your socks on, <laughs> eh. what's that? It's not right. Don't go that direction. <laughs> you can feel that on the inside. You can tell on the inside. Ugh. 
Somebody asks you to do something, it's just like, Ugh. what is that? Is the leadership? No. Well, don't do it. But then if, if there's something is set before you and it's like, oh, that's right. Not up here, not all warm fuzzies in the flesh, but in, on the inside. Make sure it's, it's coming in the, from the inside. And you know it's right, praise God. Amen. That's how he leads. That's how he guides us. It's that new creature in Christ that we are. That's how he leads us, praise God. Isn't that cool? It's just so cool. You go throughout your day, and he's leading you. You need to know something. I mean, you might not even ask, but you might just think it, and then all of a sudden, there's that feeling. You, you know what you're supposed to do. Praise God. Always remember that Jesus is the Prince of Peace, and he leads us with peace. That's that velvety feeling, that peace. If your peace leaves you, if it's not there, if it's like taking a bath with your socks on, the peace is not there, don't do it. I'm telling you, because the Prince of Peace is not going there, and you don't have any business going there. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen, oh me, praise God. I'm preaching better than you're letting me know, praise, hallelujah. No, it's, it, 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 this, is, this is how he leads us by this new way of doing it. Let's continue on reading here. Verse, um, so he says, For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. And then, uh, hallelujah. All right, um, and, and for what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his, uh, or God did by sending his, his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and, con and concerning sin, he condemned sin in the flesh. Or he, he came against the sin in the flesh, right? In order that the righteous, righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not according to the flesh but according to the Spirit. So how did, he, how did he begin this? He began with, there's no condemnation of those, verse 1, who walk not after the flesh but according to the Spirit, right? Okay. All right, let's go on. In order that, the, uh, let's see, uh, verse, uh, let's jump down now, verse uh, 5 here. For those who live according to the flesh, okay, so this is the one we're dealing with right here. Are you living according to the flesh? What's that mean? It means according to the dictates of the flesh. What the flesh tries to tell you to do and you obey that. And the flesh says, I want to do this. I want to do this. Why? has nothing to do with God. It has to do with what the flesh wants. I know nobody in here have ever done that, right? But we know those who have. <laughs> and they are among us. <laughs> but... What, what is that? We've all did it at times, but we, you know, let the flesh get out. I mean, now, now we're really hugged close to home. How many of you, don't raise your hand, have went and eat something that you knew wasn't good for you, but your flesh just had to have it? That's what I thought. 
me too. And afterwards it was like, what did I do that for? Just for a little bit of satisfaction, but sure was good. <laughs> I mean, that is, even in the simplest form, we understand that, don't we? That the flesh wants to, because what's it done? It, 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 what's it about? It's not about what's right and what's good. It's about what he wants. So that's why even Paul says, I crucify that thing daily. What's it mean? He, he nails it to the cross. He's, in other words, he, says he denies it, its right. So if we walk according to the dictates of the flesh, that's what we're doing. We're, we're, we're letting our flesh dictate to us. So where, that, where we get in trouble with that is when, and, and I use this because it's really easy to understand, we're in church here, you get up on a Sunday morning, and your flesh says, I don't want to go to church today. I don't want to be around people. I don't, I don't, what is that? It's flesh. Again, I know that's none of you because you're here, praise God. So that's a good thing. So you end up coming, and then when you came, you, you, you did it. Why? Because you knew that you needed it. Your spirit man was saying, come on, take me, take me to church. Let's go. We're, we're going. Okay? So you came, as you sat under the word of God, you were encouraged, you were strengthened, praise God, and you left, you went, ah, I'm sure glad I went to church, praise God. But that wasn't the case a couple hours earlier. You put the flesh under, and you, do, you knew, you took the higher road, you knew what was right. And God's blessing was on that, praise God. I'll share something else. Let's see, who was that? Oh, I don't know who it was. Well, I had somebody here. Well, I'm on this. I'll share this. It just there, There's rewards from this, too. So uh, we had somebody that was uh, going to church. I don't believe if it's the one I'm thinking of that they attend church here uh, anymore. But um, they um, had made a comment and said uh, um, it was hunting season. It was October 1, you know, on Sunday. Or right after, or it could be like today, October 2nd, just, you know, right after hunting season started, it'd be kind of like today. This person said, you know, said, man, I really needed to go get an elk. And, oh, I know what it, what it was. It was almost the end of the season. It was like his last weekend he had to hunt. And he hadn't been successful in getting an elk. And uh, so that Sunday, he got up and told his wife uh, that uh, he was, wasn't going to be at church today. He was going to go try to get his elk. And he said, uh, he said, uh, I just heard you make the statement that you made at a time before. If you take care of my business, I'll take care of yours. And so he says, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to church. He went to church that morning. He had been hunting all month. After church, he went up, went up here above Lander. And he was going by a, a field, and he looked out, and there was a bull standing right out there. He got out and shot, loaded up, and was back to the house just a couple hours after church was over on a Sunday morning. God says, you take care of my business, I'll take care of yours. Well, what happened there? God honored him by honoring his word. Sometimes we make it hard, and we struggle, and we do what we can in the flesh, and God says, yeah, see, we don't understand that when we sow to the flesh, we reap from the flesh. But when we sow to the Spirit, hallelujah, amen. 
And if you've done that or whatever, there's no condemnation on that. I'm just, and I didn't share that for that reason. But I've even seen that in my own life before. There's times that uh, I remember a time that uh, Pastor Michael and I, we went out. We didn't, you know, his, his season was open on Sunday. And after church, we loaded up, went out, and had out in the desert. We didn't hardly even get into the hunt area. And there was some elk and got one down and was back at the house and nothing flat. Praise God. Well, God will do it if you, if you walk according to the spirit and not according to the flesh. God can honor that. So sometimes just simple things like that, related to whatever it is that you're dealing with or whatever. But God needs something to bless, and he wants to bless us, praise God. Amen? All right, let's go on here. He says, um, um, those who live according, verse 5, I read, but I'm going to read it again, according to the flesh, set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit the things of the Spirit. To be carnally minded or living by the flesh, to be carnally minded is death. In other words, it leads to that. It doesn't lead to life. That way of thinking leads to death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Hallelujah. That's what we want to do. We want to be spiritually minded. We want to listen to the Holy Spirit speaking to us, not just listening and doing what our flesh wants to do. For the carnal mind is hostile towards God, or is enmity, the King James says, against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be, and those who are in the flesh, oh my, cannot please God. You can't do it in the flesh. Hallelujah. I said you can't do it walking according to the dictates of the flesh. So this is this new person in Christ. So remember this going forward now. Is it already after 11 o'clock? Okay. I need to find a jumping off place. So we can't just do what the flesh wants to do. We got to realize I'm a new creature in Christ. Old things are passed away. There's a new MO here. There's a new way of doing business, praise God. God wants to work with us from the inside out, not from the outside in. Hallelujah. And if we'll let him do it, we'll be blessed. We'll see the goodness of God. Praise God. Because God God wants to do things in our life, but it's up to us. We, we, we have to position ourselves for that. But we've been told, here's a new way of doing it. It's brand new. You've got to learn how to walk this new life. It, it's brand new. It's, it, it's, you know, you think about some people that maybe they go through a, really a transforming surgery. Maybe they haven't been able to walk or... or, or, or uh, something kept them a speech impediment or something and all of a sudden they begin to correct that and they can do that again and it's like they have to relearn and it's like it's like a new lease on life i tell you what we've been given a new lease on life the new creature in christ praise god we're not the same 
So if somebody wants you to go and act like they're acting and they're acting in the flesh, what do you do? Sorry, that's not me. Hallelujah. And your flesh says, yeah, but I want to do it. Shut up, flesh. I crucify you. You are not, you're not, you're not leading me in the right direction here, flesh. So, so I, I, I'm, I'm going to speak to somebody here. Maybe, maybe this is something that you're here and this is like, uh, you're just learning that right now. Learning that, uh, you, you know that God has much more for you, but you're learning this new lifestyle, so to speak. I'm telling you, stick with it. And it won't be long. You look back on it and you'll say, man, I'm so thankful that I made the change. Because the flesh don't like it because it's restricting to it. But guess what? If we live our life based on what here in Romans 8th chapter says, if we live according to the dictates of the flesh, it leads to death. If you just let your flesh have a runaway, it won't be long. You won't be in good shape. You won't be in good health. You won't be thinking good. All those things. Think about it. But the one that disciplines his flesh. Hallelujah. I don't want to exercise. Whoopie-doo, you're going to do it. I don't want to. Whoopie-doo. Did you ever notice how afterwards, after, after you felt really good about yourself because you put in the time, and even though you might be tired and you know it, it, was, a, it was a chore to do, you felt good about it because you knew it was the right thing. You knew it was good for you. A lot of people don't know that feeling because they've just let their flesh rule all the time. Well, we're learning. Praise God. Amen. If you're here today and things are not right in your life between you and the Master, then it's your time to get it right. If you're here and you've never asked Jesus to be the Lord of your life, you've never said, Jesus, come into my heart. I'm not talking about a religion. I'm talking about a relationship. I'm not talking about association with a church. I'm talking about association with Jesus. Thank you, Lord. If you've never asked him to come into your heart, you need to do that. That will determine where you spend eternity. If you've never done that, I can tell you your eternity is not bright. Your future is not bright. There's only one way to the Father, and it's through the Son, Jesus. The word's very clear about that. Romans is very clear about going through Jesus. And if you are born again, what we call born again, the term, that's asking Jesus to come into your life and change it from the inside out. But you've not walked where you should and you know that things are not right between you and the Master, then you can make them right this morning. So I'm going to pray a prayer together. I ask you, everyone here, to pray that prayer. And if, if you're that one that it fits either description for, when you pray it, you, let your, you engage your heart in that to the Father, and He will meet you right there and take care of what needs to be taken care of. Praise God. All right? You ready to do this? Let's do it. And, and it's very important that you speak with your mouth, your words, because it's your will. You're not speaking to me. You're speaking to God. 
Okay, here we go. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for loving me. I ask you to forgive me, to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Live big in my heart. I open my heart to you. I ask you to forgive me. I ask you to help me to walk purely before you. Thank you for loving me. I lay it all down at your feet. In Jesus' name, amen. It's been a joy having you with us today. We pray you've been blessed by spending the time in God's Word. Always remember, you're valuable and precious, special and important to Him.